Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Life Coach Linda Armstrong. Today is Friday, June the 7th, 2019. It is 4 p.m. in New York, 1 p.m. in Los Angeles, 9 p.m. in London, and 6 a.m. in Sydney, Australia. But wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And I'm happy that the week is almost over because this has been quite a week. <laughs> I mean, it's been a good week. Don't get me wrong. But... Uh, Fridays, I have to admit, it gets to the point where I say, I just need to get away from all the activities that I'm working on, and I look forward to the weekend for that purpose. So that's that's the way I'm, I'm feeling good about. I'm feeling good about, oh, relax, relax, relax. <laughs> How was your week? You look like you're just fresh as a daisy right now. Yeah, my week was well, nice and warm here in the New York, Connecticut area. It certainly is. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, my week was good. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, that's good. Um, I, at first I didn't have a topic for today's show, but I actually found one while, uh, just perusing Facebook, getting ready to do the podcast today. Um, and it's one that, that we've seen a lot, but, uh, it, it just struck me as being poignant. So I figured I'd bring it in. Uh, and that is the topic of somebody who's lost a loved one. This is a person that the Facebook post that I saw was a person who had lost, I believe her husband and, uh, she was still suffering the loss of it. She, um, has taken to uh, working a full-time job, taking care of her kids, all that kind of stuff. So she, her life is very busy and, and perhaps even hectic. Um, but she says the loss still follows her around all the time. And I suggested to her, well, I, as much as it sounds like a broken record, means you need to focus a little bit more on what's going right, what you love, what feels good, and also on the love of your husband and you know, his love for you and so forth. And she acknowledged that, and then she right ba- went right back to, yeah, but the pain just keeps following me around. And, you know, that is true. I mean, people who have that kind of a severe loss, that that is a lot to go through. And, and we know what the advice is. We know that the advice works, but it can be hard to focus. So I'm just curious to know what, what's your uh, what's your take on that? How do you how do you deal with a situation like that? Well, what what did you say is the advice? What is the advice that I, I've gone through this myself? So I want to see what do you think? Oh well, um, for the me, the, the advice is focus on what you love, focus on on what you prefer, focus on what feels good to you, and remove your focus from I feel so sad about the person that I've lost, and remember what it was that you love about the person, and remember that person's always with you, and just you know keep focusing on the parts that you love and, and feel good about. Okay. uh yeah but the thing is you can't run away from it right Mm -hmm. so there's a difference between focusing on what you want if it's truly just focusing on what you want and not as an escape from this pain that's in your heart Mm -hmm. because um that's not going to help you to heal Mm -hmm. go into that pain go into it allow it like the longer you don't, you know what it is? It's kind of like, uh, actually, you know, one thing that she could do <laughs> or, or anybody could do during that is to sort of meditate. I mean, no, I've done this. It was suggested to me and I did it and it felt really good. Um, in my meditation, I would mm-hmm. allow myself to, I would just make a sound. It could have been ohm, like whatever sound works for you. Um, but with the intention of going into the grief and you'll find that that sound gets really intense and you'll start crying and you know, you'll let you'll, you'll work the energy out by doing that. Mm-hmm. Not that you're going to get rid of that energy. You just want to, you, you want to get rid of the, the parts of it that are not for your highest good. That's everything I do is always whatever's not for your highest good. Mm-hmm. So there could be some program or some pattern um, that maybe she's running particular this person or someone who's feeling that way that I am a victim. I'm a victim of my husband's passing. You know, that's a whole different energy mm-hmm. than just being in the energy of, God, I miss him. You know, I don't understand why he had to leave us at this time. I'm just going right. to, you know, maybe it comes down to finding trust in reasons for all things, right? My sister passed. She was only 51. Mm. And that wasn't easy. You know, it's like we didn't, you know, I, I was working with her. We really didn't see it coming that she was going to pass. And she passed within a matter of like eight days. It's just mm. a total flip and out the door. Right. Yeah. Right. But I tell you what, I know that she planned it that way because really? she never 
even while she was dealing with her cancer and all that, she never wanted pity from anyone. She didn't want to feel, have people feel sorry for her. She was a fighter the whole way through. Like she was like on top of this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then it just flipped. So she didn't have this slow demise from the cancer. She just was like good one day, gone eight days later. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was really a blessing for her. Because mm-hmm. during those eight days, she still wasn't, she knew she was leaving, you know, like some parts of it, she knew she was leaving and she could, we could talk about that. But then there's another side of her where she was going to beat this. Mm-hmm. So um, even at that time, you know, yeah. um, which was very interesting to watch, but I tell you, it, it hits you. I mean, it really rocked my world that she was, that she was gone mm. just like that. And um, you kind of, feel like you just, you know, you instantly go into, I could die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like all this fear comes up. Sure. Or I could lose my kids next, or I could lose this, or I can lose that. Like all that comes in, which is just created out of that fear-based ego mind, right? Instead, and the thing is, like we with her passing, I you know, I was like, listen, we're celebrating this. We are not mourning. Nobody's wearing black unless they have to, and that's okay. I'll accept that, right? <laughs> Other than that, I'm like, we're having a party, and we did. Mm-hmm. We had a party. Um, her services were t- so unlike anything my Italian family has ever done before. <laughs> I had a medium. I had a medium. My friend who's a medium come and speak to everybody. Wow. And you, there were a couple hundred people there. You could hear a pin drop. Mm. He was speaking about how you can connect with spirit, how this isn't the end, how there's a purpose for all things. Like she wanted, she just did a whole like kind of a teaching about that stuff, which was so healing. Yeah. Some people way at the back were like, I couldn't hear. I was trying so hard to hear everything she was saying. So, but the stories went around about what was being said. Sure. And that really helped everybody to move into this place of acceptance. Mm-hmm. But still, I know for me, um, I totally, you know, with all I know about manifesting and, and energy work and all that, I totally went into some really low places that I couldn't even see myself. Like, I couldn't even believe it was me mm. <laughs> that way. Yeah. Right. And, but what it did is taught me like a bunch of different things. It really taught me how to teach more about what it is I teach and oh, really? how I help people. Mm-hmm. Because it was like this, I was thrown into this whole different perspective of, of life and the world and spirit and, you know, because you, you, you do kind of feel, um, robbed. Sure. Understandably. And, and you want to blame. You want to, you want to condemn God for taking her or him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and that's the whole thing. Like, well, as you start spiritually awakening, you start realizing there's a plan. She chose to live her life a certain way. She chose to leave her life a certain way. And I know she chose to leave because, because, you know, it was like boom, 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 gone. There was no time for, for pity. Mm-hmm. We were just thrown in this space and, and, um, and everything just changed. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And that definitely does seem to show intent because. You, know, you, you would think that somebody who was fighting, 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 they'd be fighting tooth and nail all the way down. But when you get that kind of a quick turnaround, you say, well, something else happened. What else happened? And I think you're right. I mean, Abraham talks about that. They talk about how we all, every single one of us, without exception, makes a decision about when we're leaving. It doesn't happen to us. We all make the decision, and, and which is a hard thing to come to terms with, perhaps, for, especially considering the way some people pass. I mean, how could that possibly be? But that's what they tell us. And, and you know what? I think they're probably right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, for her, too, it's like she had so many different treatments. She was on different chemos. She never looked like a cancer patient. Really? Yeah, she was on top of everything. For her, it was kind of like I guess she had this belief where it's like taking an aspirin. Mm. You know, it just this is what I need to do, and this helps me stay well and whatever, whatever. She she didn't look sick. <laughs> she didn't yeah. look sick, you know? Right. And then, um and, you know, she basically left without looking super sick. So I feel like she left on her own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Her kids were old because she had, she had cancer years ago and beat it. But now her kids were old enough to be more or less on their own, even though they have a dad. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she had her window of opportunity. It's like we supposedly we have these different times in our timeline where we can choose our exit. Oh. So mm-hmm. I feel like the first time, you know, she wasn't ready to go. But this time things were okay where she didn't maybe, you know, she could feel more like her kids would be um, okay. Mm-hmm without her now, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it was part of their growth too, to have to experience that. Cause it's always uh, all the players, everything's in motion. You know, it's like the matrix mm-hmm. and the week, it's all planned out. Mm-hmm. But my understanding is, and I kind of believe it cause I feel like I've seen it with my sister that um, there are different opportunities. That yeah. And, and, you know, you do call, call the shots, you have free will. So you can be like connecting and saying, you know, this isn't the way it's going to be, you know, I'm not taking this up, this door mm-hmm. of opportunity. I, I choose the next one. Right, right. The, the uh, you make a great point that when we when we are the survivor and we lose the loved one and we're the one left behind or we're in the group that's left behind, it is it it, it can be traumatic. It can be depressing. It can it can really knock you for a loop. But it also by doing all those things puts you into growth mode. It's, it's easy to forget that. Yeah. I mean, when you're in, when you're in the middle of grief, that's about the last thing you have in your mind is, well, this is a great time to grow. Yeah. But it is. You know, um, I was shuffling up when you were asking, when you were first talking about the topic. So the card that I got was a woman holding a heart, number 44. Oh my. And, um, so let's see what it says. Uh, female dealing with family, love, or emotions. So it says the woman in this card is wearing a butterfly in her hair and holds a lovely large heart in her hands. It's a good image. Uh, For this woman, the card upright could be a reflection of your own state of peaceful emotion and receptivity for love, or it may be a message that your family issues are going to resolve. You're in an, you are an intuitive woman who understands the emotions of life and you're bringing that awareness to all that you do. This card upright could also indicate the presence of a female friend, teacher, or confidant who's here to help you with issues of love, family, or emotion. Uh, this is an even-tempered and caring person who resonates with you and your emotions. It could also pretend a new love, interest, or friend coming your way. You know, and that's another thing, because I think a lot of times people feel like they can't, they can't move on, that they're letting, they're going to let down the memory of their spouse who passed or something like that um but really your spouse is is totally at peace and probably sending you these women or men that could be a perfect match for you so that you could be happy and thrive you know and 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 feel that love again and have Mm -hmm. them in your life and uh, sometimes i think some people even when it starts to come their way they can't let them go there because they feel um that it's wrong Mm -hmm. i mean i know in in the at least in my family, the older Italians who lost their spouses, mm-hmm. they to this day wear black clothes every single day. Wow. That's a really older crowd, though. Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the that's thing for them, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's a pretty serious one. It, it also occurs to me, too, it, it might be true on the case of this woman who posted. Um, it's I, I get the impression she's on the young side because she has kids at home still. And she had she she didn't really emphasize it, but she made the point that she had to get work in order to support the family. She may be feeling overwhelmed and perhaps even a little bit angry that she got left behind to deal with all this stuff. Yeah, and that's another thing. You got to just go into the anger. So, so it's like you can't avoid those emotions. You got to go into them. Mm-hmm. That's why I was suggesting just doing that kind of meditation where you just you make some sound. For me, I chose Om but it could be any kind of um, sound. Mm-hmm. And you just let that, I mean, there's something we do in Theta Healing. It's called uh, Heart Song. And in Heart Song, you just kind of let out a sound, like you just let yourself wail. And the more you let yourself go into that, the more of it comes out. And you can do that for, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is. But at the end of it, you feel different. I mean, you'll feel lighter. You'll feel like you released so much energy mm-hmm. um, because you do. That's a cool thing, too. Yeah. And it occurred to me, I mean, you were really the right person to ask this question because of all the energy healing that you do. I mean, that, that's the 
know, the large majority of what you do with um, your work with your clients. Mm-hmm. And that is really what this particular woman who posted is up against. She, she needs to heal inside. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what, what kinds of strategies can she take to heal? I mean, you, you, you identified that part of it is that she needs to kind of go into the pain, which also sounds a little bit strange for somebody who hasn't done that before. But, um, I mean, I, I can certainly see why it's very similar to what a therapist does. A therapist wants you to kind of look into the pain and see, is there a root to your you know past life or something like that? Um, and, and a life coach will tend to kind of look at the same pain with the idea of moving through it so that you can move forward with your life and where you're going to go from, from here on. But basically they're all doing the same thing, but when you're doing it, you're doing it energetically. So I guess I'm asking you from an energetic perspective, what could she do? Uh, well, she can book a session. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would, I, I, well, I would have to check, you know, it's so individual. So I, I would just have a conversation. I would check on different things and I would, it's like I would hear things that come up or I would be nudged about something as she's speaking from my guides, right, as to mm-hmm. where to go to help that person individually. Mm-hmm. I would say I would even just use a gate process and have that person um, maybe even set up this, because I call it an embodiment, right? We take this on to our body, this way of being, and then we see what resistance shows up. Mm-hmm. So I might have her... Um, say to herself, you know, we're not doing this now, anybody, okay? Right, right. I don't want people getting thrown into stuff. But I'd have her probably ask her body, you know, show me how you would feel and what it would be like in general as I move out of grief and into joy and continue uh, to have a joyful life with my kids, mm-hmm. something like that, right, Whatever, whatever that is. And then we would see if that puts her in bliss or if there's things that turn on in the body, you know, mm-hmm. um, or maybe she's just going to release a whole lot of tears. It, it, it'll bring things up, you know. Um, yeah, energetic cords and ties to the whole experience, to, to the spouse, um, to different events with that person. And then there's also a soul retrieval too. Like sometimes – so a large aspect of your energy is still with your deceased spouse. <laughs> so you got to call your energy back and release any fragments that you were holding of that person who's no longer here. Mm-hmm. So that's another way of reclaiming your energy as your own. I mean, there's so many things. There's a lot of different things I would, I would touch upon, but uh, in, if it were me doing this kind of work, I'd have to see what that individual is experiencing. Um, but uh, there, it's it's all energy, and if it doesn't feel our, our truth is that we are love, mm-hmm. right? And we can live our life through love. At least that's what I try to help people to do, or teach people how to do. Sure. Um, and or to even notice when you get pulled away from love, and you're like, oh, I'm not in love right now for sure because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, yeah. whatever that is. All right. So it, you know, we don't have to live that way, right? We're moving into a time where we're, everything's going to be of a higher vibration. And so we're working on that within ourselves, and we're purging a lot of things. Um, so why was I saying that? I don't remember. Well, <laughs> I, I think in general you were talk, you're, you're, you're readdressing the question of, of whether or not she had uh, energy of hers that was still attached to him. In other words, the idea that – as he passed part of her past with her. That's a, that's a concept that anybody, even outside of LOA circles, knows well. It's been played up in literature and movies and so forth. And it is a way of describing the fact that there's a part of us that's just constantly focused on that, even on a subconscious level, just focused on that person is no longer with me. That person meant so much. There's like this big gaping wound left behind. Yeah. And so another part of that is you're giving your power away. Mm. So that's why you have to reclaim that energy. You have to really bring yourself back to who you are. And I can say firsthand, I, I lost myself after my sister passed. I was mm. like, what the heck? And I, and if I did have a pain or something going, I'm like, oh, no, okay, I'm, I'm sick. I'm the next one to die. Right? <laughs> so, you know, that stuff, it comes up and, and yeah. it's normal. Um, and if you don't know how to deal with it or if you don't have someone who can help you through it, then you're just stuck in it and you just stay stuck in it. And it's like, it just gets lower and lower instead of rising up and out of it. You're kind of sinking down into it. Um, so 
It, it also occurs to me that it's a process. It also occurs to me that since she has kids and she's trying to help her kids deal with this stuff, she's giving a lot of energy to them, trying to help them through it. And again, the Abraham adage comes up. If you don't have the energy yourself, you don't have much to give. So you're basically going to just deplete yourself. You have to build up your old energy first. It's, it's kind of like uh, the uh, advice they give on the airplane. You know, if in the event of an emergency, put the air mask on yourself and then put it on your child yeah. so that you can actually be there to put it on the child. <laughs> totally. And let me introduce another concept. No matter how old the child is, if in fact we we – agreed to this to be part of what's in our life because you know we do that before we come here then who's to say those kids are not your teachers who's to say those kids are not wiser than you and they mm-hmm. teach you how to handle this right mm-hmm. so again then you're robbing then you're kind of robbing your kids of their own personal growth by thinking you have to be the one to do it for them but you know you go there you just go there so you so you want to be able to um you know, if this is new, if someone's going through something like this, you want to connect with people who have experience with um, either their own experience with having lost a loved one where they came out of it and are do, are thriving now or some sort of a therapist or an energy healer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, Jeffrey and uh, I think it's Nasha are uh, chatting it up in the, the live stream. And, and I, I just wanted to share one of the things that Jeffrey said. He said, grief takes many forms. And can last years. Sometimes you think you've cleared the grief, but then without knowing it comes up and there you are crying and sobbing for no apparent reason. And that pretty much summarizes, I think, what this woman was describing. She, she was describing an ongoing pattern. What does that say to you when there's an ongoing pattern? Uh, well, did she say how long ago this, this happened? She didn't specify, no. But she said something about an ongoing pattern? Well, she she said that this has been continuing. This has been a yeah. She described she she referred to it. She didn't call it a pattern, but she referred to it as something that just kept happening over and over again. You know, the first thing that came to me when you first talking to her was this victimhood thing. You know, and um, a lot of people will go into that space like they're a victim of that person leaving because now they have to be on their own mm-hmm. instead of looking at how well maybe that was part of the plan so I can learn how to empower myself in this lifetime. Mm. You know, I mean. Or, or, and empower other people who have gone through the same thing or, or whatever that might be. Um, yeah, something else came to me, but I, but I lost it. So we'll see if it comes back. <laughs> One of the phrases that I think she used was, everything, no matter what I do, it just keeps following me. The pain just keeps following me. I thought well, that was an interesting way of describing it. She needs to go into it and release it once and for all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, uh, yes, and the, there's other things you got to check on too. Some people are drawn, like to live in drama. This is true. Yeah. And so, I mean, if it's been 10 years now, well, maybe she's carrying that. Yeah. If it's, I hope it's not that long, but if it is, yeah. 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 I mean, it could be, it could have been only a few months, but it could have been 10 years. It could have been any time period because she wasn't specific about it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, another thing too, and I think it, uh, another thing that happens to me, <laughs> what? one of those people, I can cry on a commercial as long as, <laughs> yeah, I'll cry on commercials as if it, if it, somebody's achieving something or there's some kind of, you, you just feel the love of whatever the, is going right. on. Uh, tears are rolling down my face. <laughs> I love it. You know, even like, I mean, walking dead, I'm crying my eyes out. <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. That's just part of me. But I tell you, since my sister passed, and it really comes out with uh, when I'm watching um, something like The Voice or now that that show Songland or, or America's Got Talent or something where people are putting themselves out there. And and funny thing is, that the people who win, you ever hear them talking? I've been dreaming about this forever. Oh, I, yeah. I posted on my Facebook. It was the last um, – person who went up on America's Got Talent on this past week's show. I guess that was Tuesday, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this kid, ugh, you got to watch it. Go to my Facebook page. You got to watch it. Okay. I think I put it on my personal page, too. Um, he, he even said, I don't want to give it. Oh, okay. So it, he even says before he goes on the stage to Terry Crews, listen, if I get the golden buzzer, you got to come out there. And you got to pick me up. And <laughs> Terry's like, oh, I'll pick you up and I'll throw you across the stage. Go out there and do it. Whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy goes out there. 
and he's awesome. And you can see the love. You could just this kid radiates love. Mm. And 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 like just knowing he knows his truth that he is love and he can do anything he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And he wants to leave a big footprint on the planet, right? So like he's saying stuff like this and, and Simon's like this guy, you know, they didn't know what to expect. They thought it was like a joke even, right? Right. Let me tell you, he gets the golden buzzer. He does. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I'm like sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is this. It could be any little bit of something, and I'm watching the show, and I don't just have tears come out of my eyes. I like, I think it's because I've been, I did that process of going into it and like, huh, letting the sound out. I am sobbing. Now, if my son and my husband are around, I can control it. I don't let it out. But if I'm by myself, I just let it out. Buckets and buckets. Because I'm really in that that high vibe of love. I mean, Mm -hmm. even when I coach, when that energy is coming through so much, there's tears rolling down my face. I mean, it's overwhelming love. Mm -hmm. So when I see someone achieving something, I I instantly go into that energy. But I notice that since my sister passed, um, I'll, I'll do this like out loud sobbing and it doesn't even have to be tears coming out of my eyes. It's just like, I, I, I don't want to do it now. I'll be too embarrassed. It's just <laughs> sobbing. Um, and I even asked my coach about that and she said that, yeah, that's part of me still processing my sister's passing. Oh, really? Okay. And also just by raising into that high vibration, you know, because that's what we're doing. We're raising into a high vibration, you know. Sure. Actually, you raised, raised an interesting point, a point that I've thought about often and tried to hypothesize, you know, like, why does this happen and so forth? I've never come up with a satisfactory answer, so I'm curious to see what you'll say. Why is it that in our happiest moments we're crying? Why is it we aren't expressing, like, you know, jumping in, up and down joy instead we're experiencing it like it's tears and, and it's it's like happy tears, but it's it's like there's this release going on. And, and what's Because that? we're overwhelmed by that energy of love. It's just... You're just overwhelmed. It's like it's beyond just the happy jumping up and down. But you can do it all together at the same time. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, for some reason, I've got um, Golden Palace upside down. I don't think I've ever read this card before. Okay. Well, I don't know what it's going to say. Golden Palace upside down. I don't know. Let's see what it says. All right. Well, the first card was dead on, so I'm, I won't be shocked if this one is, too. It's either going to have something to do with it or it's going to take us in a new direction. So let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. So it says there's always enough, but this is in reverse. Okay. It says let go of your tight hold on what you believe security should look like. Maybe it does. Oh, yeah. Now is the time to conserve your energy and count your blessings. Resist the pull to become mis- miserly. There will be enough money, love, youth, food, and shelter to go around. A mindset of fear and lack will shut off the flow of true abundance. So that could be true with um, with just love, be, be allowing yourself to be back and happy again. You're like, maybe that's a program running for her. She's not allowed to be happy because that person's dead. Ah. Right? So that would be a program you'd want to release and, and let go of. Sure, yeah. And, okay, so it says, trust in the tides because the flow always returns from the ebb. Chop wood and carry water. As a Chinese proverb says, practice faith and the treasure will be revealed. In fact, you'll find it in plain sight. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah I, get, I get the impression that, that both of those cards, especially that second one, was for her. Probably for other people listening too, but specifically it sounded like it really fit with what we know, what little we know from what she posted on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> So let's see, do we have any questions coming in from the listeners who are listening live? I don't really see any questions. There are a lot of conversation going on, which is cool. That's always fun. A lot of, uh, oh, uh, Jeffrey and, and Nash are, are um, comparing notes on healing your inner child and empowering her. <laughs> Good topic. I like that. We had we had a tie into their topic. What do you think? <laughs> Why not? Healing the inner child. But that's also part of just uh, the overall topic of, of reaching to the higher vibrations, right? Inner child, you know, uh, I mean, I think all of it is the same child, number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terminology we kind of put into because a lot of things happen when we're 
at least you know that we're aware of in this lifetime mm-hmm. that happen even before the age of eight because un- un- up until that age we still think the universe evolves around us right mm-hmm. but then we start to realize oh there's more and oh maybe i need to behave in a certain way mm-hmm. or oh what i did wasn't right i thought i was always right but that big person told me i was wrong for doing that mm-hmm. it made me feel bad for something um so you then you have a wound Right. And so you're carrying that with you. And because of the way one person may have reacted to you, now you carry that through the whole rest of your life. Mm. Now, it probably does get trigger other other patterns and things that may have happened at a different time. Sure. Um, but so we you know, I guess a lot of people would look at that as the inner child because it's a younger part of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to look at it as subpersonalities when I do work. You know, it's just another personality part of you that was. Mm-hmm that created a certain way of being to protect themselves. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is what a lot of that stuff is. I mean, the very, you, you call them wounds and, and we, we acquire a number of them as we're growing up. And that's kind of what this whole thing is all about is, is how do you deal with those wounds? How do you move past them? And yeah, yeah. I, I think why we call it inner child because it's looking inside. I think, I mean, there is the child side of it too, but I think it's a reminder very often we look outside, you know, we're, we're looking at external circumstances to explain things. I do that a lot, as you very well know. <laughs> everything, everything is an inside job. It is. Yeah. You created this place, mm-hmm. right? There's a group think that those are trees and those are cars and there's a road. And but they are trees and cars. <laughs> because, we, because we all agree that they are. We do. Group think. If the group, if the if the if the collective consciousness believed we could fly, we'd all be flying. That's right. That's true. I believe that. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, and it only takes like so many to start believing a certain way, way, way. That's why that's why group prayer and healing because you're putting it out into the masses. Like I did a video last week, and I I, I did a mantra, and actually. I'm only, where am I only, I'm only sharing that right now on that on that YouTube video, but I'll probably put it on my website too, where you can uh, get a recording. So I did this mantra. Okay. I am love. I live love. I am free. Okay. Those three sentences can change your life. So you know, and I like to listen to things on um, on a loop. Through my iPhone, I'll put the ear, earbuds in and I'll fall asleep listening to it. And I just have it keep playing in the background, right? Keep pro- oh reprogramming that subconscious mind. Yeah. But even just, um, what time is it now? I wonder if we have time to do that. Even oh, um, okay. So, so on the video, I took my mala beads because when I start doing this, I, you know, there's no way I can keep count of anything. I, even with the beads, I get lost. <laughs> um, so I would, so on my video I did that I did that mantra mm-hmm. and I put music on and uh, did that and people can do it along with me on the video it's on my YouTube channel um, and then in the description you can click to get the nicely recorded audio oh. and I recorded it in two ways I recorded it just with nice meditation music and I also recorded it with brain entrainment music ah okay. Which, which they, they, and there's a disclaimer to using that because if you're epileptic or something, it could, you know, you could, I never heard of it happening to anybody, but I guess it must have because there's a disclaimer there. Um, so. Is, is that the same thing as what they call the binaural beats? Yeah. It yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, anyway, you can get that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I am love. I live love. I am free. Because mm-hmm. if we could realize that we are love and that we are free, we're free to create whatever we want. We're free to be whatever we want. We're free to love those lessons that feel so hard. Hey, I'm going through one and I'm working on that big time. I'm just loving it. Like, okay. <laughs> I created this. Mm. There's a purpose to it. I think I, I think I figured it out and now it can release. Mm-hmm. Um and even if I didn't figure out, it's like, all right, spirit, you know, take me to where I'm supposed to go with this. You know, teach me the lesson and let's mm-hmm. move on. Mm-hmm. So why did I tell you? Oh, yeah. So because I am love. I live love. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we're not living love. Isn't that interesting? Most of the time we're not living love. Yeah. We're living through some lower emotion. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do that a lot, but partly because I think, like you said earlier, we're, a lot of people, I think all of us to one degree or another are, in, are into drama. I mean, some of us like to create the drama, but some of us are more like the watchers of drama, but one way or another, I mean, drama is very popular. Yeah. Or you're just repeating a pattern because you didn't get why you created it in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> move on yeah. to the next one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So look, I just got a card knowing. Okay. Okay, let's see what this one says. All right, looks like I need glasses again today. All right, so this knowing card says, uh, we have all experienced that gut feeling or intuition that resides inside of us. The vibration of just knowing without knowing why. (laughs) (laughs) It is time to get more in touch with this vibration. Listen to what you hear and act upon the messages you receive as they will guide you on this journey that you are destined for. Now is the time to open up everything in the universe and to open up everything in the universe and beyond. So that's like, by, that's your truth, right? That's, that's. Listen to what you hear and act on the messages you receive as they will guide you on the journey that you are destined for. Yeah, so it's like really allowing yourself to go within and look at it. So you look, so maybe even look at situations through the eyes of source, mm-hmm. the eyes of love. Like, okay, yep. that, that on the surface looks like a really crappy situation or that looks like really horrible. But you know, what if there was some purpose to it that brings us all into that energy of love to, to expand, to expand further? Um, so anyway. And by the way, I also want to emphasize and, and remind our listeners, especially those who might not be our regular listeners, Linda is not just selectively pulling cards out. This is just what comes up. The card, the fact that the cards are hitting perfectly on what we're talking about is not because she is selecting, oh, I'm going to pull this particular card because I know it's what we're talking about. She's just pulling cards and here they come. And that's what's so cool about it. <laughs> you know, it's fun too is like at least two of those cards I've never read before. Mm. I've had that woman holding a, a, a heart before. Many times I don't remember what she says, but anyway, I have it, <laughs> it reversed or not reversed. But yeah, they right. just come the way they come. You know, I, I I've grown to just trust it. Mm. And I'm impressed. Times- I mean, I remember the first time that you pulled a card, which was sometime I think it was like last summer, early fall. And when you did it, in the back of my mind, it was like, oh, okay, here we go with the card reading stuff. But I have <laughs> since learned. Oh my goodness! I mean, and and it's improved over time. That's what's really interesting to me. I mean, early on we were getting stuff that, yeah, okay, kind of connected to stuff, or sometimes you say it may not be what we're talking about, but there's a listener who needs to hear this, and, you know, that certainly made some sense. But lately, I mean, every single card is directly tied in with what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I would say there's a, there's a lot of spirit out there that's loving it that we're doing this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, let's, let's send her the right cards. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Keep shuffling, Linda. Don't stop yet. Don't stop. Okay, now. <laughs> Is that what you get? I mean, how, how do you decide? I just, feel, I just stop when I stop, but I just sometimes they pop out. Mm, um, yeah, that's true. You've had somebody just kind of fell out while you're you're trying to. Yeah, it's just kind of intuitive. wherever I split the deck when I'm splitting the deck, it just mm. I don't know, just it just goes. It's amazing. Uh, so anyway, I was in a meditation last week when I when I was I got that mantra, and then I kind of got the message to you got to put it out there. And the more people that, that will say this mantra, we're putting that out into the collective. Cause that's kind of what we're talking about. The collective consciousness. Like if, if everybody believed we could fly, we would all be flying. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there's so many things changing and evolving so fast because more and more collectively we're starting to understand things. Like, um, have you ever heard of, uh, Nassim Harayim? Oh, I don't even know how to say his name. I'll have to look it up next time. But, there, I mean, there's a lot of people out there talking about how, how nothing really exists because everything is just <laughs> particles. Mm. So I, I can't even try to get into explaining that. Maybe I'll give myself some notes for another time because my brain doesn't comprehend it. Like, you know, I just kind of absorb the, the knowing of stuff. Well, I, well, even when you get the explanation from from right from the book or from the source or you know whatever it is that they're using to explain to you, just the idea of it, it, it it'll throw you. I mean, the idea that this thing that I'm holding in my hand is not solid. It feels solid to me. I could have sworn it was solid, but the only thing, the only reason it's solid is like you say, we all agreed that it's solid, so that's what makes it feel solid. 
but actually it's just a whole bunch of space with little little bits of, of atomic particles in it, and those that, that combination creates this thing that to us seems like a hard, solid object. You know what? I'm just going to open up one of his videos. Okay, it's, it's not, it's not no volume there. Okay, good. So if anybody wants to really get, dive into some of this energy stuff, um, his name is it's N-A-S-S-I-M, Nassim, I guess. Okay. And Haramian, H-A-R-A-M-E-I-N. So he has a video, Time is an Illusion. I mean, he's got tons of them. But the, the, it looks like the YouTube channel is Resonance Science Foundation. Let me click on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a lot of people on there. I don't know if it's just him. Uh, no, you know, it's actually a lot of people, but he's got a lot of videos on there, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you want to get into... Oh, we'll look deep, for his name. Yeah. You want to get deeper into uh, energy, mm-hmm. what it constitutes. Like, he, he wants... He's trying or, trying or working on free energy. He's like... Energy should be free. We can just tap into it. We don't have to, and it's just there for us. That's okay? a great goal. I like that one. Well, I think it's not even just a goal. I think it's possible, but there's probably powers that be that don't allow it. You know what I mean? Hmm. Okay. Be that don't allow it. Well, like, well actually, to, to me, that's a, money off of us buying electricity. To right? me, that's encouraging. I know that sounds strange, but to me, that's encouraging because I know how the law of attraction works, just like you do, and. They can't. They, they they can't prevent us from attracting what we're going to attract. So, good luck, guys. But it ain't gonna work. <laughs> you know what? I think I think um, you would get you would enjoy watching him. So I I, I send that to you, Walt. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll check my team out. Why not? Okay. That sounds like. So, um, I don't know if anybody wants to do the mantra. We can do the mantra. It takes about eight minutes to do all because it's a hundred. We're saying it a hundred and eight times. Oh, all right. I had a, a while ago, like nine months ago or so, done a video on uh, my um, Malabid miracle or something. I don't know what I called it <laughs> because we had this situation in the family where there was something going on and I made up this mantra that all of, did I tell you about this before? That all of the different okay. family members throughout, throughout the world, actually, some are in another country, some are in different states within the United States, the same time every night, we would all do this mantra. Oh. And uh, even the person who was going through this problem um, would do it with us too, right? Although we couldn't connect with, with that person. Anyway, I can't go into details, of course, because it, um, it's not my story. I'm not free to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless maybe I can get permission. I'll have to see about that. <laughs> Sure. Hey, well, well, you know how we love stories. So if you can get permission, that would be wonderful. Even on that video, I can't really say what the miracle was, but the fact is, against all odds, that situation pretty much just went away. Wow. And in fact, the mantra I made up is exactly what took place. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there's power in putting this mantra out and saying it 108 times and i can't explain the science behind that either you want to find out about that google it okay (laughs) so when you opt in for the recording that i did of it i did it three times so then it's like 354 and then uh, i give you a little thing that tells you what that that number represents and and, you know why that's um, makes a difference but anyway we don't have to go into that we could do the mantra sure yeah you're gonna have to. You're gonna say it out loud with me. I'll, I'll do it with you. You just tell me what we're doing. Okay. So we're it, all we're gonna do is say, "I am love. I I, am love. I live love. I live love. I am free. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free." Yeah. So okay. I'll, I'll. So as soon as I start, you start, and um, I'll use the beads to keep track. And and, and and close your eyes, Walt, because you're gonna be taken out somewhere. It's like a. It's a meditation. So whoever's doing this with us, make sure you're. You can do a drive in your car, eyes open, it's fine. We're just putting the message out there. But if you're able to sit quiet, like in meditation, and just allow yourself to go with the energy, um, but still saying it, either, either I think it's better to put the tone with your voice out into the universe. You know, if you can say it out loud, but if you can't, just say it in your, in your head. Uh, we'll do that. Okay, you okay. ready? Yeah, let's go. 
I don't want to take a chance putting some music on because it might just mess up my microphone here. Well, we, we, we also have a bit of a, a thing because we're on it's Zoom flat. and there's going to be a little bit of a lag. So, and there might be some lag between us. So hopefully it won't create a lag kind of an echo thing for our listeners, but we'll give it a shot. See what happens. That's right. So then it goes out 108 times in different timelines. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Yep. So remind what I, I am love. I live love. I am free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So just take a nice deep breath. We'll start with that. Okay. Letting it out. Another deep breath. Just feel your breath coming into your body, letting it out. And then take a nice deep like belly breath, passing your, your chest and going right to your belly. Holding it for six seconds. And then just letting it all the way out. And so we'll start the mantra and you can just repeat it with me or alongside me. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am. I am free. I am. I am love. I live love. I am. I am free. I am. I am love. I live love. I am. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am. I am free. I am. I am love. I live love. I am. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am I am free. I am love. I live love. I am I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. 
I am free. I am, I am, free. I am, I am love. I live I'm love. love. I am, I am free. free. I am I'm love. love. I live I'm love. love. I am free. I am, free. I am love. love. I live I'm love. love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I love. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. I am love. I live love. I am free. Woo! Whoa. 
Great energy expansion. Yeah, it feels good, right? Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, you can get really lost when doing it. Because uh, I know one, there was somewhere where I, I just went out and I realized I said something. I said love instead of I am love. And I'm like, oh, to come back into my body. I'm like, I am love. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think you lost it on one sentence as well. Well, I, I, I lost it because I heard you saying something else. I'm saying, oh, wait a minute. Am I supposed to shift? Wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you get kind of lost with it. So actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'll, um, I'll put it in that chat there because it'll show up right on the record. Sure. Um, so I'll go to, uh, I'll just go and pick up the link. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. In fact, I'll pick it up and I'll make sure I include it in the podcast episode uh, description as well. So people can pick it up. Here we go. That was interesting though. I'm curious, um, from anybody who was in the live stream, anybody have any, uh, reactions? Well, I presume you guys were all doing it too, but uh, anything happening at your end that was really interesting that you can share in the last minute or two that we have left of the podcast. <laughs> because I know for me it was, wow. I mean, first of all, at, at first it was just, you know, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, and then get in sync, get in sync, get in sync. And then after, like, I don't know, 10 or 12 of them, that's when I started to really feel that energy expand. It's like, you know, the, the halo and all that kind of stuff. Everything was just filling out, filling out, filling out. So, yeah, it, it it doesn't take long. It's like after after you say it just even a few times, it's like you just kind of like you know you just you just expand. You just like yeah, yeah. Um, So that's and so that's why I say even with the beads, like I, it's like I have to somewhat keep my consciousness here to um, if I want to do the hundred and eight to keep moving the bead, you know, mm-hmm. with what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But most of the time, I just meditate and I'll just start with it and I'll let myself just go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the, my message was to you know put it out. I mean, I even part of that message. I don't know if I'll do it, although I, I really should listen because if it's coming through, there's a reason for it, right? I was thinking I might even do something like a, a free thing on Zoom on Wednesday nights or something like maybe nine oh, nice. where we just do the chant. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, like maybe the three times takes about 24 minutes and then people can talk about their experience afterwards. I'm sure. considering doing that. We'll, we'll see. Maybe I'll let you know if, if we do. Okay. Um, well, before we uh, part company, I want you to actually tell people where to find your, your YouTube channel because that's where they're going to find the good stuff. And also they're going to find a way to contact you there for those who need to actually have a coaching session. So right. give that information out. Okay. So, I mean, even on the homepage of my website, lovemylife.coach, when you scroll down, I have a, a bunch of YouTube videos that are, you can click on them and go right to YouTube. Okay. Uh, on YouTube, just just have to search Linda Armstrong Energy Healer, and you're going to find me. Um, even Linda Armstrong. I've got pretty good SEO going on there. Yeah, but, I've been uh, able to find you with just your name. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But there are a lot of Linda Armstrongs. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how many are on YouTube, but anyway. <laughs> Linda Armstrong Energy Healer, Awakening Coach, anything like that, it'll come up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's lots of good stuff on there. Boy, I'm really, I'm just like flying. This is I know, crazy. yeah. This. That, that, I mean, that, that's tangible energy. That's very, it, it has texture to it, if you know what I mean. It has feel to it, which is pretty cool stuff. So I, I did put a link in the chat on the, um, oh, good. Okay. On the, on the YouTube page, because it's just my website, lovemylife.coach, but then it's got a slash uh, love dash live dash free. Oh, okay. The whole thing there. Oh, yeah, okay. I guess that shortens up the link on the – anyway, that's what it is. That's all right. And I'll pick that up, too, and I'll put that into the description of the podcast as well. By the way, I want to remind people, I always try to get this toward the beginning lately, but this time I forgot to do it. So if you're not yet a subscriber, you can see every single time that you do one of these episodes with us, they're all different. That We do a variety of things. We do the energy work with Linda on Friday. We've got a book reviewing that we're doing. We're, we do Neville Goddard on Wednesday. Um, Joel, of course, is always a trip just because, I mean, uh, Alex and I just wind him up and he goes. I mean, <laughs> we get a word in about every half hour, but it's great. It's good stuff. And you don't want to miss any of it. Be sure that you tune in and subscribe. And the way you subscribe is just go to the homepage of the website, LOAToday.net. And right there, you get all the instructions on how to do it. And plus, once you subscribe, also subscribe on, on YouTube and click the little bell next to the subscription button so you can be notified whenever we're doing the live stream because we love to have people who are our regular listeners come in and join us on the live stream. And with that thought in mind, thank you very much for leading us through that uh, little mantra, Linda. You always bring us something really cool and different. That's, that was a good one. I like yeah. that. 
Well, you know, it's an abundant universe. There's lots of stuff we can do. <laughs> there certainly is. There certainly is. Who wants to come up now? So, you know, it always, whatever needs to come up will come up. That's right? a good thing. So thank you very much. Thank you to our live stream listeners, and thank you to our podcast listeners as well. And we will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.